The crusade ground was packed. The crowds were frenzied. They were so happy. There was the evangelist was in town. There was hardly any standing room. The crowd was, you know, excited in anticipation of what was about to be. The message of the cross was going to be celebrated. And as the evangelist mounted the podium, he barely started to speak when folk marched forward to receive Christ. What a start to a wonderful evening. At the end of it all, it was a very good evening. The type that rewards all the preparation and all the efforts, all the sweat and blood that went into putting it together. The man of God and his crew, they were so happy, but so exhausted. They retired early as the master had warned that it would be a demanding couple of days to come. Hello, my dear friend. This is Anne Ajadi. We dear Anne, and this is the Walk With Me series. This season, we're walking the road to the cross, the way of power. And today, we're looking at of figs and the power of words. Jesus rode the colts to Jerusalem amidst the frenzied and singing crowd. The procession was colorful. There were bright colors of purple and gold and lush pink greens. The cold was all smiles. It was all in the day's activities. It saw that all the years of waiting for the master to find use for him was finally paid off. And so nothing could match his pride when he discovered that the master chose him as his preferred mode of transport. The cold was decorated in a way he had never seen a cult decorated before. The crowd was jubilating. There was mirth in the air. And though the cult could not wave his hands, because the master was on top of him, he could not hide his joy. He was smiling from ear to ear. And the cult was not alone in his joy. The disciples were the groomsmen. After all, they were the ones that were the master's right-hand man. They had been with him all of three years and counting. So, it was their moment also. They are beginning to find that their decision to follow the prophet was look, now looking like a worthwhile venture. They were getting attention everywhere they went. And this man, this prophet, this rabbi, this master was churning out wonders by the day. They were so proud to be in his inner caucus. The day's event was glorious but already exhausting. Imagine the march from one end of from out of the city to the to inside the city because of the crowd they couldn't move as fast as they needed to move and time was of essence they needed to be in Jerusalem anyway so they go into town and day was good end of day everybody finds their level they retire for the day because they had to set out early the next day now they set out the next day comes they set out the master was hungry and he was not alone in his hunger. He tells his people that he was hungry. And they tell him themselves too were hungry. They were too excited to eat last night. But they were not worried because they knew their master. They knew he would figure out something. He always did. Never want to be caught in a bind. They debated amongst themselves. When they saw that Jesus stopped by the fig tree. The fig tree was 
you know, positions mark along the road. You could not miss the presence of the fig tree. And that tree was sitting in all its glory. It was occupying prime estate. It was beautiful. It was green. It was lush. The leaves had a shine to them. It felt like the effect of the sun, or should we say the effect of the morning dew, gave them a buff, and now they were glistening in their own splendor? The master drew near. Who wouldn't? That tree was attractive. It was full, but it was barren. But wait, it was not time for it to bloom. Now, why that may be, it is the nature of figs to show signs of fruitfulness. This one was still dreaming. No one expected the fruits to be ripe, but it was their season. It was not their season. So, to expect that you will get full lush fruits from the fig tree was not fair. But the thing to know about figs is that whether they were ripe or they were not ripe, they were nice to the taste and they will fill anyone's hunger. But this fig tree was empty, it was lacking fruit. It looked the part, but it was not it. It looks like it was full, but there was nothing on the inside. Whatever the reason that the fig tree had for not having fruit when the master needed one. The master was hungry. The master was angry. How dare you situate yourself at a vantage position and be empty? Why would you deprive others of showcasing their gifts when your own quiver is lacking? And so in anger, the, the master gave the word and says, Look, nobody should eat fruit from you, henceforth. Since you will not produce fruit when it mattered, you will no longer be able to produce fruit. Barely had the words come out when the leaves began to wither and dry up and eventually die off. Bystanders were astonished and close bodies were about to learn another life lesson. Rabbi... That was a harsh one. That tree is not in season. Where would you order his death? The rabbi responded, My son, morning shows the day. We should have seen it processing the depths of going to dance on the market square. There is, it, is, it is in the nature of figs to produce fruit in and out of season. So now, another disciple asked, What is speaking through master? Is it the hunger or is it the anger? Is it one or is it both of them? Jesus speaks up on his thoughts and answers him back. He says, neither. I needed you to learn what the power that you have in the words of your mouth. Now let's take a break and situate ourselves in the story. My dear child of God, what will we find if we came close to you? Do you look? Do you talk? Do you act anointed, but you are void of power? Does anyone around you even know that you belong on the way of the cross? Or do you let the sticker of your car or the sticker on the front porch tell the story of your salvation? Do you occupy the front row and need to learn how to serve the king when he comes by? Does your worship have substance or do you only raise holy hands that are empty? Do you look full but yet lacking? Now, as time passed, Jesus' bodies asked him the question that plagued their minds since his words were let out. Master, master, 
Master, look the fig tree. Just yesterday was looking so nice. Now it's looking so ugly. Now being one never to pass an opportunity to teach a life lesson, Jesus replies, have faith in God. Do not doubt his word. Speak the word of God in confidence. Believe in the power of your words because the word of God in your mouth is just as good as the word of God in Jesus' mouth. Now listen to how the Bible puts this in Matthew chapter 21 verses 18 to 21. Bible says early in the morning as Jesus was on his way back to the city, he was hungry. Seeing a fig tree by the road, he went up to it, but found nothing on it except leaves. Then he said to it, may you never bear fruit again. And immediately the fig tree withered. When the disciples saw this, they were amazed. How did the fig tree wither so quickly? They asked. Jesus replied, truly I tell you, if you have faith and you do not doubt, not only can you do what was done to the fig tree, but also you can say to this mountain, go, Throw yourself into the sea and it will be done. If you believe, you will receive whatever you ask for in prayer. Matthew 21, 18-22 Listen, my dear friend, it is in man's nature to produce fruit. After all, the mandate that man got in the Garden of Eden was to go be fruitful, go and increase in number, go fill the earth and subdue it, go rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living thing creature that moves on the ground. That was the mandate man got in Genesis chapter 1 verse 28. And in Matthew chapter 7 verse 19, the Bible says, every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So now which one is it? Which one are you, my dear friend? Are you the one that is supposed to bear fruit? Are you the one that holds so much expectation yet you are lacking? Are you like the Pharisees and you are, you know, look, you look the part and inside you is empty? Know this. The master has no use for empty vessels. The master has no use for vessels that look like it and they don't have anything inside them. The master is looking for the vessels that he can use, vessels that he can use for honor. How would you know you are supposed to prepare yourself? Day and night, you are supposed to be instant, in and out of season. There is no excuse for being unproductive as a child of God because you have everything it takes to have fruit, whether in and out of season. So don't let God come and find you not having what he needs to fulfill his His job on earth for that season. The disciples were astonished. But why would they be? Jesus was always producing. And if you say you are following Jesus, you too always have to continue to produce. So what do we learn? The second thing we learn is that there is power in the words that we speak. There is power in the words of our mouth. That's the reason you have to be careful what you say. The word says that if you say to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, it would be done for you. That exactly what you have said, saying that that means that child of God, you have power in your words. Your power is not only to dry up thick, unproductive trees around you. It's to move mountains around you. Tell the mountain to move. Tell it where to go. So right now, as we, as we are 
as you're listening to me, what is that mountain? Now open your mouth and speak to the mountain. Tell it where to go. Tell it to move. The Bible says, what aileth thee, O Jordan? It says, when God comes, the mountains keep like rams and hills melt like wax. So speak the word there, child of God. Let the mountain of your life move now. Tell it where to go and it will go. Understand this. Your words have power. Now whilst we're at it, I need you to avail yourself of the book, walk with me in the footsteps of power, and strength for the journey. Both books are written for this time, the time where we need to walk the way of the cross, the way of power, and when we need to know how to go about it. The book will tell you that there is nothing new under the sun. Jesus already made room for you and it is your duty to walk in the already prepared room. Strength for the journey understands that you may find yourself buckling along the way. So you need encouragement. That's what strength for the journey will do. Beyond the books that you are going to find on Amazon worldwide, you can get in touch with me. I would actually really love to hear from you. Is this thing blessing you at all? Are we making progress? Is this helping your work with Christ? Now DM me on all social platforms, social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, at Anne Ajadi, A-R-N-A-J-A-D-I. I would like to hear from you. Let's talk. Let's discuss. Now, I'll let you go now, but I want you to know this thing. Know this fact. I love you, but God loves you more. Now, go and shine. Go and speak the words of life. Speak to your situation. Speak to your words. Speak the word of God and watch God perform wonders in your life. God bless you. Bye for now.